Hey guys, welcome to the channel. My name is Aaron and this is gonna be the second installment in my Law of One series. And in this video, we're gonna be talking about a topic from the books that is a real mind bender for me. And that is the concept of the Logos. Now, Ra talks quite a bit about the Logos throughout the books because it is a very foundational subject in understanding creation and the universe and most specifically our solar system. And so the word Logos is a Greek word that comes most famously from the first chapter in the book of John in the Bible, which reads, in the beginning was the Logos and the Logos was with God and the Logos was God. All things were made through it and without it, nothing was made that has been made. Now this passage is very interesting because it is remarkably accurate to what Ra shares in the Law of One about the Logos, although not in the way that you might think. And so what I'm about to share with you is gonna radically change your view of this scripture in the best way possible. So the Greek word Logos literally means word, plan, or reason. Ra describes that all of creation is a part of one original thought. This original thought is the Logos. Now, the one thought or Logos then goes out and continues to expand within the mind of the one infinite creator, allowing it to further explore and express and experience itself. And this process is obviously never ending because the one creator is infinite. But let's go ahead and break down how Ra describes the creation process in the Law of One, and you'll begin to see some of the interesting synchronicities that it has with the passage in John chapter 1. A common belief in religion is that God has no limitations. And as all spiritual truths go, this is ultimately a paradox because the statement is correct and incorrect. The only limitation you could say that God has is that without experience, God cannot know what God is like. Because without experience, God is just pure, perfect, original innocence meaning that there is no other being earlier than God who can explain to God what it is like. Ultimately, the creator has to do this job itself. So it needs to create some kind of medium through which to explore and express and experience itself. And that's what the universe is. But the statement is also incorrect because the creator is infinite and eternal, meaning that it has always been exploring and expressing itself in this fashion. So I don't really care if you agree with this concept because your theology is your business. I'm just letting you know that this is what Ra explains and breaks down in the Law of One. So understand that everything I'm about to lay out for you is ultimately a simultaneous happening. But for the sake of simplicity, I'm gonna lay it out for you in a more linear fashion. Ra explains that the first known thing in creation is infinity. The next thing that happened was that infinity became aware. After that, awareness led to the focus of infinity into infinite energy. And this infinite energy can be accurately called love or logos. As Ra states in session 13, quote, The creator is the focusing of infinity as an aware or conscious principle called by us as closely as we can create understanding in your language, intelligent infinity. The next step after intelligent infinity was established is what Ra calls the first primal distortion of the law of one, which we refer to as free will. Thus, an infinite number of dimensions becomes possible. Ra goes on to say, quote, 
the energy moves from the intelligent infinity due first to the outpouring of randomized creative force. This then creating the patterns which in holographic style appear as the entire creation of matter in which direction of energy is explored. These patterns of energy begin then to regularize in their own local, shall we say, rhythms and fields of energy, thus creating dimensions and universes. So in summary, Ra is saying that because all energy is intelligent, the Logos basically just sent out this intelligent energy randomly, not knowing where or what it would do, until it began to form patterns and rhythms that eventually became a structure which the Logos could work with. After this was the creation of light, and therefore physical matter. Ra explains that light is the expression of love in physical form and has intelligence. Ra calls it love light. So this is where the interesting stuff begins. Ra explains that each level of creation is, in a sense, its own god that forms its own structure and order for the following level to create from. Creation is fractal in nature, which means that every part demonstrates the whole and is an expression of the same blueprint at different scales. So the first thing which was formed in the universe after the Big Bang would have been the major galaxies. A galaxy is the first Logos. The galaxy itself is not the Logos because the Logos is a non-physical consciousness, but the galaxy is the physical manifestation of the Logos. So the galaxy then decides how to order and structure itself. All of the laws, vibratory patterns, chemicals, and elements it will have within it. And this is how it will ultimately express the creator. As we know through our own science, the size and shapes of galaxies differs quite dramatically throughout the universe. Each galaxy is in a sense its own experiment and is as unique as each person is unique. The next stage of creation would be stars, which Ra calls the sub-logos. Each star designs its own archetypal system, which we call the archetypal mind, as we know through astrology and the tarot deck, and then the planetary bodies are formed as an expression of those archetypes. From there, each planetary body serves as the sub-sub-logos and decides what patterns of evolution will occur within it based upon the chemical structure it was given by the sub-logos. Each sub-sub-logos, or planet, may even throw in some new evolutionary wrinkles of its own. From that point, each living creature on the planet would be also a sub-sub-logos, which has free will to explore and create as it wishes within the structure that it was given. And this is essentially what you and I are doing with our own lives each and every day. The expression of our own unique free will is ultimately the expression of the one infinite creator. So you can see that the Logos works in hierarchies and that each level is its own individualized portion of intelligent infinity and is responsible for its own unique expression of the creator. And this is a little bit ironic to me because although traditional religion has typically shit all over the ancient world for worshiping the stars and planets as being gods, according to what Ra explains, this is precisely the case. Every galaxy and star and planet is basically one localized unit of God's infinite mind exploring and expressing itself in its own unique way. And because our minds are so limited, we struggle to perceive true simultaneity. And so, contrary to the popular religious belief, God did not just speak a word and poof everything into existence all at once. In fact, God did not even speak creation into existence because God is still in the process of creating and always will be. 
Everything is an ongoing evolutionary process that has no end or beginning. This is a somewhat poor analogy, but you could say that the sun is the child of the galaxy, the planets are the children of the sun, and we are the children of the planet. Ultimately, everything is the child of the one Logos, or the one original thought of God. So in the same way that every parent passes down their genetic traits to their child, it still allows that child to be a unique expression of the parent. So in the same way, each Logos passes down its traits or structures that it creates to the following sub-Logos while allowing that sub-Logos to be its own unique expression. And so this uniqueness that we see expressed everywhere we look in the entire universe is basically the proof or the demonstration that God is infinite. The ultimate purpose of the Logos is to explore the Creator. As the exploration begins, each Logos finds its focus and becomes a co-creator. Each level of sub-Logos is given a structure to work with and then creates and expresses with its own free will. Each Logos channels the love light made by the Creator into what Ra calls intelligent energy. All energy in the universe is intelligent, and this intelligent energy creates the natural laws of any particular universe. You can look at each level of creation as an experiment. Each universe allows for further diversity and explores new aspects of the Creator which have not been explored before. But here's the real mind blower. Ra explains that each Logos has access to the knowledge gained by every other Logos in the universe, and they use this knowledge to decide what new variations they will experiment with in their creation. Let's look at an example of this idea. Ra explains that both Venus and Mars had evolved intelligent life much earlier than Earth. Ra is actually a social memory complex of the entire planetary system of Venus from a few billion years ago. Ra explains that their planet was very harmonious and evolved through the densities much faster than Mars or Earth did because our particular Logos experimented with a new wrinkle on Earth and Mars, which Ra calls the grasping thumb. Ra explains that the beings on Mars, just like Earth, evolved the opposable thumb, which caused them to become fascinated with creating hand tools as they evolved, and eventually this led to the creation of weapons. This is exactly what we've seen in human evolution on Earth. The invention of handheld weapons was never conceived on Venus because they had no opposable thumb, so their evolution into the green ray density of love was much quicker and more harmonious without so much war and conflict. Interestingly enough, this lines up perfectly with the archetypes from our astrological system. Astrology says that Venus expresses beauty and harmony and is ruled by the goddess of love from Greek mythology, while Mars expresses will and determination and is ruled by the god of war. So the sub-Logos literally didn't know what would happen until it tried the experiment out and saw the results. This information is now known by all other Logos in the universe which isn't to say that it had not been tried before, but that perhaps it had not been tried in the way that our particular Logos did. Ra also states that because each sub-Logos or star creates its own system of archetypes, that every single star you can see has its own unique astrological system of archetypes that are different from ours. So in essence, if we could travel to Alpha Centauri and somehow study their astrological system, we would not find the same archetypes we know of in our system, such as Aries, Taurus, Gemini, and so forth. 
what we would find is an entirely different configuration of planetary archetypes. In one passage, Ra says that there are archetypal systems in the universe that would baffle the mind and confound the intellect. One more interesting fact is that Ra states that just as each universe eventually coalesces and collapses in on itself, creating a new Big Bang in a brand new universe, so also does each star or sub-logos. Ra explains that physical gravity is the manifestation of a type of spiritual or metaphysical gravity, which is to say that the denser the vibratory pattern is, the greater the spiritual gravity and vice versa. So once a star system has completed its progression through the densities, the light seeking and finding its final source, then coalesces and absorbs all the light into itself as it returns to the source. What remains is what appears in third density as a black hole. Ra says that black holes are the result of that star, or sub-logos, having succeeded in uniting with the creator and thus ending its physical manifestation. Now this is only some of the information that Ra shares about the Logos, but I wanted to give you what I believe is the most important and interesting aspects to kind of chew on, because it's really way too much information for one video. But what the Law of One will show you is that the universe truly is infinite in its mysteries, and there is so much more intelligence and harmony at play than we can possibly recognize. Every experience, every creation, every moment and every thing is ultimately serving to allow the one infinite creator to know itself. Or should I say, to allow you to know yourself. As Ra states many times throughout the books, the nature of reality is such that everything begins and ends in mystery. So I'd like to leave you with one final quote from Ra. Consider, if you will, that the universe is infinite. This has yet to be proven or disproven, but we can assure you that there is no end to yourselves, your understanding, what you would call your journey of seeking, or your perceptions of creation. You are everything, every being, every emotion, every event, every situation. You are unity. You are infinity. You are love-light and light-love. This is the Law of One. Thank you.